I'm looking for similarities in the way troublemakers think. This is Steve St. Clair, co-founder of Trouble Group. Join us as we learn from others who are shaking things up. Here's Trouble, Kirsten Potenza. She's co-creator and CEO of Pound, an incredible fitness hit taught by over 17,000 instructors in over 70 countries to hundreds of thousands of participants every week. Pound is the world's first cardio jam session inspired by the energizing, infectious, sweat-dripping fun of playing the drums. The New York Times wrote, quote, Pound has been a hit, inspiring cardio catharsis and a scramble for spots at gym chains across the world. Welcome, Kirsten. Thank you. Thank you for having me. And thank you for that intro. Yeah. Kirsten, your bio on LinkedIn mentions that you ran into the same issues that I and other college athletes had. No more team support and looking for motivation to keep working out. You were on the rowing team at UCLA, right? Yeah, I have been an athlete probably from the age of six. It started with soccer, then gymnastics and ice skating, actually, when I lived in upstate New York. And I was on the Division I rowing team at UCLA. And I think that I'll always be an advocate for, for group sports and individual sports because growing up, I... I love two aspects of it. It was motivating. I love the competitive nature of being on a team. I loved how driven it made me feel. But I also loved the the group environment, the family environment and feeling of being on a team, um, motivating each other, supporting each other. And so when I left college and that was my last team experience, I felt a sense of loneliness. I think just as a human, I didn't have that built-in support system that was always there every morning, 4am, we woke up with each other and for each other, and we supported each other. And we were led by an incredible coach. And I think when you become so accustomed to that from a young age, it, it can feel quite lonely. And then on the other end of the spectrum, Growing up and being physically a part of a team, um, not I don't think I had ever been in a regular, normal gym until after college. We were always in training centers. And going to the gym felt like such a lonely, kind of intimidating experience for me. So those were two things that just felt like they were very missing from, from my life. I usually ask my troublemakers what the market was like when they walked into it, but you invented something entirely new. And the thing you just described is what was missing in gyms for you, right? Absolutely. I, I'll say this. I, if anybody had asked me about 11 years ago, what industry will, do you think you'll go into as a young kid? Fitness would have been the last one. It, it wasn't in what I believed my trajectory was. And I have been a wannabe entrepreneur since I was six or seven. I had a, a shop in my backyard called the Forget-Me-Not Shop. And I was making business cards when I was seven years old. And I knew I would go in one of like maybe six directions in the fitness industry was one that I'd never saw. And 
I knew nothing about this industry. And I think it was that blindness and not just being completely naive that that truly made Pound as unique as it is today. And creating Pound for me was a very selfish act. Like I said, leaving college and leaving sports, I felt like certain things were missing. And I also experienced a shift from how my body performed and was useful for a greater good to how my body looked. And I very much yearned for that family environment, an inclusive and welcoming community and a workout that strengthened not only my body, but my mind as well, which I knew was very important. And I also was, you know, a crazy person. I was a workaholic, but I was also a playaholic and I wanted a place to let loose and be aggressive. I grew up as um, a tomboy and I was loud and I was allowed to be that way. And I went to an all girls high school and the lack of, you know, the male experience uh, allows you in, especially in your high school years to just be who you are and feel very free. And I, I wanted that. And when you can't find something that checks off all of your personal boxes, sometimes you just have to create it. And that's what we did. And I knew deep down, though, that there were potentially thousands and millions of humans around the world that felt the same way and that wanted the same things. And that little bit of rebelliousness going against the grain you see come out in a lot of our instructors and a lot of our community that was always there, but this space gave them the permission to be that way. And that's been one of the greatest gifts of this, of this journey. So yeah, I felt like a lot of that was missing and just decided to create it when I couldn't find it. So what's the member experience like at Pound? Well, there's a couple things. One, it's a it's a concert-like experience. We are very particular about what we teach our instructors in our instructor training. So it starts with the instructor, right? You walk into a room and our Pound Pros are taught that they are there to honor the decision that their participants made to show up that day. I think every human in the world, no matter if you're super, you know, you go to the gym seven days a week, um, or you've never been to a gym ever, you know that sometimes it's hard to show up. And so we wanted to make sure that we are honoring that decision, that we create inclusive environments that are welcoming. I'll never forget, I interviewed a young woman for a position at Pound, and she said, I've never felt welcome in group fitness classes. I walked in, I was introduced to seven different people. That's just the beginning of what you experience at Pound, but that was very important for us to build in. And then you turn the music on, the instructor is most likely using more visual cueing than verbal. So the music really gets to play a large part and lead you through. You get two what we call ripsticks, which are lightly weighted exercise drumsticks placed in your hands, which really both connect you with music and movement and disconnect you from 
counting reps and looking at the clock and wondering when lunch is. Yeah. <laughs> um, and it connects you with your own body in a really beautiful way, but also you're sinking into a beat that everybody around you is experiencing and sinking into as well. So it connects you with the humans around you. So it's concert-like, it's freeing, it's empowering. Many people have said they found a place within the pound experience that allowed them to feel comfortable in their own skin and within who they truly are. Um, and then I think one of the coolest things is you usually walk away with a couple of new friends and a support system that every human really needs. And then that experience goes beyond the gym, which was the ultimate goal. How do we create something that creates a ripple effect that's positive, both within the gym and outside? You know, when I'm working out at home, I'm playing specific music tracks, music mixes, but I'm, I don't feel like I'm in the music. I suspect that the gyms, I'm just going to throw this out there, just thought of it right now. I suspect that the gyms that work with you and deliver your programs have a greater stickiness than gyms that don't because the combination of working out with music and feeling the music, and like you say, I think you're, you're in the music, mm -hmm. that has to be magical for gym owners, right? Absolutely. I When we were in the beginning stages of creating Pound, even before I was working at a music venue, and um, a really incredible music venue. It was called Cinespace. It, it no longer exists, and the experience found within it, I don't know if it exists anymore either. Every night of the week was a different type of music. Tuesday nights was R&B, Wednesday night was jazz, Sunday was indie. And I began to really watch people in their musical experiences. And there's a lot of joy, there's a lot of emotion, there's a lot of connection that happens when you experience music. And so the idea that you could team something like that up with movement, you used a great word, magical. And music has been scientifically proven to have very powerful effects on our brains, including you know, pain reduction, stress relief, memory. And when you team up, movement and music and then connect each participant with an actual instrument it is a really powerful experience and many of our gyms you know if they schedule a new member they're like oh why don't you come by at seven o'clock on monday night because they want to walk them by the pound class that happens at that time because it is it is powerful to be a part of and and very powerful to watch as well so, so absolutely, it's, it's magical. It's a great, great word to use. So tell me about the growth trajectory. How quickly did Pound take off? That's a great question. I think, I think so many people see Pound and they think an overnight success. For me, it certainly doesn't feel that way, but we have had a lot of growth from day one and we officially began our journey in 2011 when we launched in four major markets in the United States with Crunch Gyms. And Crunch was, for me, a gym that felt very aligned with my core beliefs. And, you know, their, their motto is no judgments. And they have some of the best instructors in the world. 
And group fitness is really was and still is their their bread and butter, which isn't always the case at some bigger box gyms. And they were really the perfect partner to to begin our journey. And then from there, we would circle back to each market after three months of growth and awareness. And we work a very similar model today, 10 years later, um, or almost 10 years later. And within those first three years, we had reached most major cities in the United States. And we began to expand into international markets like Europe and Australia and Asia. But one of the things that I'm most proud of is that we grew almost fully because of social media, great assets. I designed and developed our first three websites, which I know if I looked back at today, I would be embarrassed of, but we looked bigger than we we were. And we grew from word of mouth, from our partners, from working with us and our instructors, um, from learning how to teach. And it grew very quickly because of that. We didn't spend any marketing dollars in those first three to five years. And and when you say grow, you mean the um, distribution or what do you call the partners out there who take you on and put you in the gym? So we really work with two angles, mostly our instructors, which is what we call our pound pros. So we are here to serve our pound pros, our instructors. So we built training so that they could go through a one day, eight hour training. Then we built a instructor platform, which we call the label, which they pay monthly for and they receive all their choreography, their continued education. That's the main way in which we grow. And then of course, we have our partners within the gym and boutique locations who also take on the program either with or without um, instructors in mind. Love it. So what was your biggest challenge so far? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I, (laughs) I love that question. I think I saw a quote like a couple months ago about being an entrepreneur. And I think you have to thrive in challenges and know that there will be one every day and that um, that's your norm. And that's okay. And that's what's exciting about it. I think there are probably two things that stand out as our biggest challenges. One of them being financial, scaled for rapid growth on a bootstrap budget. We never took capital beyond our initial startup investment. And that has proved to be very challenging, but also rewarding. About, you know, almost 10 years later, we have over 25,000 instructors who teach in over 100 countries around the world. But if you walk into our headquarters in Los Angeles, you'll see about 22 faces that will immediately feel like your family. We have a team that is close-knit and intimate and we are able to stay true to our core values because we are small. There are days that I wish we had a hundred more employees to be able to serve our community, but it is because we've done it the way that we have that I think we've really felt small, which is a weird thing to say, but anywhere I travel in the world, 
I will meet people that feel like family. And I know that's because of the way that we've decided to go through our journey. And then I would say the second is international expansion, being able to feed the demand of international markets. So people who are saying, I want Pound to be here and us wanting to go there, but not being able to support them from a logistical standpoint. And so that means shipping, that means distribution costs, that means language. In the last two years, we've really shifted a lot of our operational systems and the way that we do business to be able um, and make sure that that's at the top of our priority list because we can't have a global community and not support them fully. And it's difficult when you have a small team and you do exist in many areas of the world. And then I think, you know, COVID has been a huge challenge. What, what do you do when a company that is built on group activity and human connection just simply can't exist in that way? I'm, I'm grateful for everything that's happened, though, in the last couple of months. I think we've learned so much about our team and how we have the ability to come together and pivot and work together to serve our community. And there's been so many beautiful nuggets that have come out of our learnings that will exist within our company for years to come that wouldn't have been there if all of this didn't happen. So, You are the second person today in a podcast with me, who said a similar thing, which is as tragic and horrific as it is, we're learning from it, and it'll change your life and your business and everything. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's such an optimistic way to look at it. Do you think optimism is and has been a key to your guys' success? Absolutely. I, I, I've said this so many times. I remember my seven-year-old self building a business in my backyard and the joy it brought me. And that exists within me today because I have found a way to not take myself, my identity, or my business too seriously. And that certainly doesn't mean that I don't care because for everybody who knows me, they know that's the opposite. But there has to be a lightness in, in what we do because when it becomes too serious, when it becomes too much about money and too much about what doesn't really matter at the end of the day, that's when it becomes not fun. And I have worked really hard to keep Pound really fun because that's what I want as a business owner. And I know there's a ripple effect that happens when that remains a priority, if that makes sense. Totally. So one thing I love about your business, and I, th I think I'm right about this, just studying the videos on YouTube and things, is you can so easily move it into any gym out there looking for unique workout content, mm -hmm. and it keeps your capital expense low, I imagine, right? Absolutely. You can teach Pound anywhere in the world, in any environment. All you need is an instructor and a set of ripsticks. Sometimes the gym provides those, sometimes the instructor does. and Truly, especially in the last couple of months, we've seen virtual classes. We've seen classes taught outside on the beach in a park. It's easy to take on the program and all you need is a passionate instructor. So 
I think gyms oftentimes, like anybody or any business can, begin to move in a a series of moments that feels comfortable, right? So sometimes it's hard to say, let's bring in this program that feels different from other programs or that is less traditional. But a lot of our venues have seen the magic that happens when when you bring in something like that. And, and it is very easy to bring in a program like Pound. On the gym side, which we call all of our gyms venues, there's no licensing fees associated with bringing in the program. You simply just need an instructor and ripsticks. That's brilliant. Why were you and your co-founder the right people to have this idea? Drumming for me personally was stress relief. It was therapy. It was a place to escape and a place where a noise became louder than than your thoughts. And I think that's truly what happens in, in Pound so many times. To answer your question, why were we the right people? I, I don't know. I mean, I think any business owner, any entrepreneur has to be rebellious, um, fearless, and able to take very large risks. And I know that we were two people that we're willing to do those things. I also think that you have to be so incredibly passionate about something that a certain type of blinders go up and nothing can stop you, which I know I've had my entire life in different aspects. But yeah, I think it was a it was a recipe, um, you know, between coming from different beliefs to being athletes, to being musicians, to needing and wanting something that we felt like didn't exist. All of those things just came, came together. And I, I always just look back at Pound and, and I visualize a, a big bus rolling by and me just getting on it and, and signing up. That's great. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, and sitting in the driver's seat and putting my very tiny foot all the way down on the gas. <laughs> and that's what it felt like and, and what it very much feels like today. So where does the brand go from here? What are the next innovations? What's your wish list? That's a great question. I think when I look back, I've always looked at Pound as, as a child. And in the beginning, I was like, oh, man, these are the, uh, these are the awkward adolescent years. Or now, now he or she's going off to college. And our community has always been really responsive of our, of our growth, of our missteps, of our um, celebrations, and have also taught us where we need to go as a brand. And I think with uh, the last couple of months and living through a pandemic and, and learning from our community that virtual isn't such a horrible thing, which I was very against before all of this, I think we will continue to evolve and grow within the virtual world, but also the physical world as well. I strongly believe that humans are beginning to realize now more than ever how important they are to each other and how important human connection is to all aspects of their life. Mental health heavily relies on the support and connection 
uh, with other humans. And so I know that our community will continue to grow within the gym, within the physical experience, as well as the virtual world, which will allow us to reach more people in more remote places and connect with people that we may not have been able to do otherwise. We have seen our instructors teach classes. Um, let's say one I saw the other day taught in Nashville. We had a student from Singapore, a student from the UK. That type of connection and global awareness is something I've yearned for my whole life because what that means is people are connecting in a way that they wouldn't on an everyday basis. And more importantly, they're learning from each other. They're learning each other's cultures and they're speaking with each other. They're connecting. So the brand will most likely experience both virtual and physical growth in ways that we didn't expect. We will also move forward with providing platforms for our instructors to be able to do so. And we have grown significantly. We do have a large footprint, but I think this will allow us to hit different areas of the world and have those different areas connect with each other in, in more you know, unique and special environments. I love it. So I'm just going to go backwards and probe this one area a little further. I've spoken to entrepreneurs who built a better mousetrap. You did something very different than that. When you had this idea, it's a, it's a, such a unique idea. Mm -hmm. Effectively, you're, you're connecting people to the music and they're helping make the music and the beat and everything. What is it about you that made you think that would work? <laughs> um, I, I think I have two simple answers. One, I'm incredibly stubborn. Uh, and when I want something and when I feel like I believe in something in my core, there's nothing that can stop me. And then the second is just this, when you, well, when I saw people and still to this day see people experience pound, there's, there's something that happens in their eyes. There's a lightness. There's an awakening. That sounds very dramatic when I'm hearing it come out of my mouth, but it's true. And it was that seeing that, that was the proof. And whether it was two people in a classroom or 25 or 2,500, that's all I needed. I felt it within myself. Seeing other people experiencing it made me believe that there were more people out there. And that was enough for me. Yeah. <laughs> tremendous answer. That's a tremendous way to put that. And it really, it's a tremendous insight, I think, that a lot of other entrepreneurs can benefit from. Stubbornness. <laughs> I've heard it said different ways, but I like your way the best. I really do. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> so one final question. What would you tell your younger self? I, that's always a hard question because I strongly believe in my journey. And I know that every part of it, the good and especially the bad has arrive to teach me a lesson and to push me along, right? So 
part of me wants to say nothing. I think if I had to say something, I would say I would take my younger self through a core values exercise. So I under could understand what it meant to actually live in alignment with your core values. I think I had so many strong feelings, but knowing and simplifying what those are and making sure that every morning when you wake up, you're aligned with them is really important and has been part of my larger leaps and bounds in my own personal growth in the last two years. So I think that's important, but I'd probably say nothing. (laughs) That's a good answer. I would just say you're crazy. (laughs) Keep keep going. Have a good ride. (laughs) (laughs) Buckle your seatbelt. I love it. Kirsten, first, thank you for doing this great podcast. To the audience, to learn more about Kirsten Pertenza and Pound, go to poundfit.com. From there, you can follow them on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, and Pinterest. They're very active on social media. Also, make sure you check out Kirsten's own podcast on Spotify and iTunes called The Big Green Couch. Kirsten, thank you very much for enlightening us about how you're shaking up the fitness industry, or should I say pounding the fitness industry. (laughs) Well, thank you so much for, for having me. It was an awesome conversation. Appreciate it. This has been a Trouble Group podcast. Learn more about us at troublegroup.com. If you're a troublemaker and want to be on the podcast, email steve at troublegroup.com.